gazing at shiny lights in the sky. Suddenly some falling stars fly by. With eyes and mouth they look so sweet. Fluffy bunny dango. They're a tasty treat. Welcome to episode 10 of 2-Bit Radio. <laughs> I've been playing Monster Hunter, it's very good. Hello! Hello! How you doing? That's a little, that's a little monster, that's a little reference for all you monster heads. <laughs> Christ. Uh, I'm, I'm doing alright, I went to sleep at 10am again. Oh no. That's not good. It's not good. I I have flipped my day and night. Yeah. The past week, I've went. I went to sleep most days in the like early noon. Yeah, that's. I have that's not been good. sleeping much. That's great. So prepare for low energy. <sighs> I mean, I I don't remember when I woke up yesterday, but. I was like, okay, I'm going to stay up all night. I'll reset tonight. I'll stay up late because today is when Final Cut drops. This Coliseum Final Cut. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'll stay up at launch like in the morning. I'll be able to bulk record some episodes. I'll go out while I'm gone. Um, Then I'll get those quickly edited and put them up. And then I was like, I'm just sitting here waiting. I'm like, there's no information. I checked the Twitter and it's like, oh, people got early copies and are streaming it. Okay. Um, still nothing. I'll play some Monster Hunter, I guess. And then several hours passed. <laughs> it got to like, I don't know when I fell asleep. I took like a four hour nap. Which is longer than I meant to, but it is what it is. And I woke up and they were like, we're releasing it at 7pm your time. I'm like, you fucking bitches. I could have been asleep this whole time. You have no, first of all, you have no one to blame but yourself. Second thing, you could have just recorded Monster Hunter. And the third part is, how dare you attempt to record Disco Elysium without me? Well, you know... <laughs> I mean, I needed something to go up while I'm gone. I don't, I don't, like, I don't feel like Monster Hunter is like a Let's Play game. That's a fucking stream game. Yes, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to play. <laughs> Should have just done what I did and play the Factorio tutorial, which might as well be its own fucking game. How long did that take you? I didn't finish it. Oh boy. I played 6.4 hours. Oh, Jesus. The tutorial is like a fucking campaign. I mean, we, can, really we can kick this off with you talking about your week. You tell, tell us about Factorio. Because I, I haven't touched okay. it. Okay. So, Factorio, for those that don't know, is another game in that genre of Generic job, extraordinary setting. Factory and Satisfactory are both based on the same Minecraft mod, which is, well, mod pack, which is Feed the Beast and Technical Pack and uh, something engineering. Don't really know. Yeah, so. 
No. Oh, I forgot as well. Something engineering here. Yeah. Now, what satisfactory is 3D and like a handmade map and new, well, newer and unfinished. Uh, Factorio is a bit older. It's uh, an infinite randomly generated map and it feels like Rude Wars with gorgeous, beautiful sprites and animations that are hand animated but look like um, like old pre-rendered CGI. Hmm. It's great. Interesting. So the 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 another difference is where Satisfactory is a calm, relaxing game where there is no threat and no lose condition. Factorio is a stressful nightmare because <laughs> the way it works is your machines create pollution. And pollution feeds the horrible bug creatures that are on the planet. Oh. And they attack you in waves. Unless you destroy their, like, nests. So the biggest advice I got was, the moment you have a big gun, run to their nest and shoot them to death. Destroy them. Because they will become more of an issue later on. And there's also the fact that in Satisfactory, your resource nodes are endless. They they like they don't have a limit on how much you can mine from them. Where on Satisfactory, it's a physical thing that can run out. So you don't have infinite time to work on a on a single node, because the more you mine from it, the less oh. there is in it. The other like. Unlike Satisfactory in Factorio, you can automate factory building and searching for nodes. So it's like you have a lot of time to use a single node until you get to the point where you say, can automate. How, how long does like does a node last? Is it like you have the time to do a decent amount of stuff, or do you have to like keep, constantly keep looking and updating? Oh, no. So like you can build like a full factory from a single node. Okay. Okay. Um, no, the way it works is nodes have they tell you how much of the thing is in the node. So, for example, um, there's a, there was a big iron node, and I could place multiple miners on it, and if you when you hover over it, it tells you how much of the resource is where the miner is located. So for example, like, most things take, like, three or four iron, and a node can have, like, 16,000 in it. Oh my goodness. So it can last you for that's, a while a at lot. the start. Mm. Yeah. So, like, at, at the start it lasts for a while, but the more you build, the more you need, and that's the point where you go, you start searching for new nodes. Mm. And transporting them back and forth. Um, also, unlike Satisfactory, Factorio apparently does have a like end game and end game condition, which is you need to build a spaceship to escape the horrible bug planet. That's your yeah. the goal you're walking towards. Gotta get out of there, get away from the bugs. It's it's rather simple looking because it's two D. Look, look at it from above. Like it's a brute wars perspective. Um, it's like playing an RTS, but you only have one unit, and it's the builder unit. 
you do have yeah. guns, so which like, are rather you're the other single little. What the fucking call like an S S C V? Is that the Starcraft one? Yeah. Yeah, this the little build, little build a buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, your buildings have health, and the bugs will attack them. Oh fuck! I don't so like it. I'm going back to my satisfactory. But what you can do is you can build walls and turrets, which you can automate ammo production for. Which is rather cool. Or laser turrets, which take don't take ammo, but take shit tons of energy and will destroy basically anything they hit. And can also fire, both of them can fire above walls, so just fucking wall yourself up. God damn. Um, God damn. It's... It's, a, it's cool. Like, it's... It's weird to see a finished version of what Satisfactory is going for and looking at the little differences that come from the choices in their design. Like, mm. Factory is 2D, so you can't build, like, the conveyor belt nightmare where things go above other things yeah. in Satisfactory. So the solution is you can build underground belts that go below. Oh, yes, I think I've seen footage of that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the the nightmare, the spaghetti nightmare, comes from the fact that because it's 2D, all of the systems, uh, like, have more to them to, like, to compensate. So, like, belts have two sides, and you can have machines take things from each side of the belt. Or there's, like, to put things in machines, you use grabbers, and grabbers can be, like, Normal ones, or ones that take from two tiles away, and stuff like that. So that's how you automate things, by just building the belts and the grabbers to move things between stuff, instead of paving over them. Hmm. It's, it's, it's interesting. I, I've only played the tutorial, and I haven't finished it. The tutorial might as well be a campaign. It I'm 6.4 hours in. Yeah, how does... What do you... Because the effective tutorial... My point of comparison is satisfactory. And the the effective tutorial is like... Two hours, maybe? Because you're, you're figuring stuff out? Mm. But like, what do you do for these... 6.5 plus hours... So, the game has multiple tutorial stages, with the last one being the longest. And each one basically teaches you mechanics of the game, from stuff like how to build a miner, to stuff like how to automate production, to science. Because research in Factorial is done by building research buildings that you feed resources into. Hmm. So there's that, and it teaches you like stuff about how the research tree works, how weapons work, how the bugs work, and then it puts you in scenarios like um, you're in a factory and bugs just attacked and everything is broken, fix the factory and kill the bugs. Hmm. And the one that I'm in right now is like is a 
continuation of the mission before it, where you built a jeep, and you put supplies in it, and put ammo in it for the jeep gun, and you drove off to find other survivors, because this game has a story, which is you crash-landed with other people, and you're trying to find them and build a spaceship to escape. Oh, really? And then you travel, yeah. There's like, there's like, um, there's a plot? Yeah, it has an actual plot. Wow. The tutorials are like the the tell you the basic plot of the game, and in the main game, the, you build the spaceship because of the plot, which is you're trying to escape. I see. So, the tutorial mission I'm in right now, which I think is the final one, is you drive with the jeep and you find a destroyed research advanced research facility, and everyone's missing, so you need to fix it and find the others. Hmm. And that's it. And it's basically go from there, and it's like a massive fucking map in this one because most of the tutorials are not on the randomly generated infinite map. Yeah, they're on like a small section, teach you shit. And okay. it's it's interesting. Um, it's if I didn't have someone to guide me through it, I would have fucking died. <laughs> Every time the bugs show up, I, like, physically recoil from fear. Oh, no. It's scary. The game has a weird, eerie, scary tone to it, because the music is, like, horror movie music. Oh. And, like... Interesting. This this game seems scary. It is scary. It's. I feel like it's a lot less scary when you know what you're doing. Mm. That's um, yeah. That's usually the case. It does have that satisfying thing of sit when things walk and looking at the factory walking because you can zoom out really far. Oh yeah. And like, you can zoom out to an RTS perspective, where you're fucking tiny and you're seeing like. Like fucking the equivalent of a square kilometer in Satisfactory. Then you can build buildings to extend how far you can zoom out. And I've been told at some points of the game it becomes necessary when your factory is like an ever expanding nightmare zone. Sounds like fun. It is. It it is. I. It's the opposite of satisfactory in terms of why I would play it, where I play satisfactory to relax, Mm. and this I play when I want my brain to die. Nice. (laughs) Um, That's always good good to have. uh, It's it's also interesting, because in satisfactory, we were reveling in the pollution and destruction of the environment. But in this oh, game, yeah. it's like it's super fun. You need to cons- in this one. You need to consider how much you're polluting because pollution makes the bugs stronger. Oh, and the more you pollute, the more they attack you. Like at the start, they don't attack you at all until you get to like a threshold of pollution. Oh, damn. Okay. Um. Apparently, also in the full game, the area you spawn in, there's like a safety bubble where. In it, they will never attack you. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's and good. you can also turn them off. 
You can also turn them off in the full game. Uh, like, have them not affected at all. Okay. If you just want a factory build. Yeah. It's very clearly a game where the entire staff are programmers. Because <laughs> it... When uh, an optimized factory looks like a circuit board. Yeah, that's very cool. Straight. I heard there's a mod for it, which is you place a building that you go into, and it's like space for factory, and it's like the inside is bigger than the outside. So you can have a recursive oh. infinite factory building. Oh. And like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. That's that's really interesting. <laughs> it is. Um, it's also really fucking beautiful, which I didn't expect from a kind of not very new indie game. Mm-hmm. It's it's it ha it nails like a high quality StarCraft look, where everything is. Like, everything is smoothly, beautifully animated, and the sprites are gorgeous, and you'll, after a certain point, you'll never see them, because you'll be too zoomed out. But it also looks like old. It looks hmm. like a game that could have come out 20 years ago, but it clearly couldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get you. It's got that grungy. It's a it's a fucking grungy goblin game. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds cool. I don't I don't know that yeah. I'd play it without. If I was to play, I wouldn't play it without enemies. I feel like that kind of removes the point. But having mm. options is good, I guess. I've also been told that this tutorial is much more difficult than the normal game. Oh. Um, which. I see. I don't know how I feel about that. That's weird. Yeah, that's... That's odd. Like, it's... I guess it makes sense because you want to prepare for the worst case scenario, but it's also like... I mean, I guess, but I don't know that that's a, gra <laughs> a great way mm. to teach a anything. Uh, I, I guess the difference is in the tutorial you don't have the safety bubble. Hmm. I guess. And in the tutorial you, you also don't have... Like, not everything that is in the normal game is in the tutorial. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because it's sense. stuff that you would research and not all research is available. It's, you know. Um, like, for example, in the tutorial there are only coal uh, furnaces which pollute a lot. Hmm. Uh, like electrical furnaces, which only pollute as much as the electricity generation you have. Hmm. And yeah, it's fun. It's fun to build like a factory and have a wave of bugs come in and just watch them all get decimated by your turrets. Because at least at the point where I am, the enemies are basically zerglings and they die like zerglings. Mm. Like. You can you can kill a bug with like two shots from a pistol. Oh, damn. And their bodies stay on the ground permanently. Oh. So it's got this like 
fucking infinite wave of things come in and your turrets are just creating a gore zone. Sweet. It's... Yeah. It also has one thing that I appreciate a lot. And that is, if you craft something manually, you don't need the specific parts if you just have all the resources that would create those parts. So, for example, if something needs gears, okay. if something, for example, needs gears and copper wire, yeah. if you just have enough enough iron and copper on you, and you click to craft it, it will add all oh the components to the crafting thing to do them automatically. Wonderful. Which is... Like, that's great. That's pretty nice. That's really useful. And you can also craft stacks instead of craft a single one. Nice. Which is good. I appreciate it a lot, because we both had the nightmare of handcrafting 50 fucking computers in Satisfactory. Yeah, that took a while. That took... That took a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... I love looking at the little differences. Like, because Satisfactory could never have automated factory building. Hmm. Because the world is not infinite, and you would just fill the entire world really quickly with a big enough factory. Right? Yeah. And also, like, I suppose. Satisfactory yeah. is 3D, so you can't, like, copy paste things and expect them to just work. Because you need to consider the level geometry. Yeah, unless you yeah, that would that would be them. harder, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's it's interesting. It's also an in- interesting in terms of monetization because Factorio never goes on sale. Factorio, uh-huh. the devs have stated they will never put the game on sale unless they're putting down the price permanently. Which is interesting and understandable, even if it means the game is a bit harder to buy, if you're poor, like us. Um, and it's it's because indie games have a problem where the moment they go on sale, no one will buy them until they go on sale again. Because if you can get it for cheap, why wouldn't you? That's true. You're right. Oh. Huh. Interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's a very old-fashioned way of doing it. I like it, though. I'm, I'm into that. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Because it's like, you, get you don't want to devalue your game. No. Yeah. I also love looking at the system requirements, and it's like, Dual core three gigahertz processor, four gigabytes of RAM, yeah. a GPU with five hundred and twelve VRAM, and three gigabytes of storage. Oh yeah, high sprite resolution. Need- this is like, it's not quite on the level of the the Undertale requirements, mm, which are basically yeah. like, like requirements sound. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's like graphics, <Great>. maybe. 
I guess this can run on fucking anything. Why are you still re reading this? And it's like recommended specs. It's like no, it's uh, if you can oh, if you can read this, you can run the game basically. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that Fa Factorio has that I wish Satisfactory had is you can rotate buildings even after you place them. What? Do you mean like if you you can if you hover over That's a building madness. and press R, it'll rotate it. And I wish Satisfactory had that. Oof. Because there's so many times where you play something and you go, fuck, I placed it in the wrong direction. Yeah, being able to just like slightly shift things or rotate them after the fact. Cat, shut up. It's Hi. great. But yeah, because you can like upgrade upgrade things. Like if you're going from like a Mark 1 minor to a Mark 2 minor, you can just plop it on top and it'll just upgrade it. You don't need to mm. remove it and replace it. Same with conveyor belts and stuff but just being able to like it's like oh i placed this smelter like one square too far to the left can i just can i just like, can i just fucking move it a little bit just push it like it's it's so useful to be able to rotate build buildings and your conveyor belts oh yeah it's fucking great that's cool also it's good. It's it's a good good game. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I was good. I wanted to say something, but now I don't remember what it was. Damn it! My playing time. Oh, the game has a baffling thing where one of the most important options is not enabled by default. What's that? It's called Alt View. It's the Alt View options, which is to show you where, like, to have an indicator for where the input and output of buildings are. It is not enabled by default. You have to go to the menu to enable it. What do you mean? What do you? It's. What do you see otherwise? Then do you just have to? Ju do you just have to re remember? Yeah, you just see the sprite of the building. That's fucking weird. Right. It, and it's not enabled by default. Huh. It's confusing. Now we now I just need to play the third big game I heard of, which was Dyson Sphere prog Program. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I I, or I don't know what it is, but I've heard the name. It's apparently Factorio and Satisfactory, but instead of planet or small part of a planet, it's Dyson Sphere. Like it's those games on a galactic scale, which. Dyson Sphere? That sounds interesting. It's a hypothetical megastructure that completely encompasses a star. Wow. Mm -hmm. I, yep. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's wow. It's, it's one of the coolest sci-fi concepts. That's fucking dope. Alright. Yeah. That's awesome. And like, that sounds interesting. Sounds real interesting. That sounds real interesting. Hmm. Hmm. 
Other than that, I played another another game, which was the new Star Sector update. Oh yeah, there was a new update. Yeah, Tell us about it. What, added, what did they add? They added story missions. They added new ships, reworked leveling the leveling system, which now it used to be like a normal generic leveling system where you level up, you put skills into uh, you put points into a skill or like a perk. And, like, that's all you do. And it was up to level, like, 40. Now, it's... The maximum level is level 15. And whenever you level up, you get one skill point and four story points. Which are used for, like, upgrade... Doing things you wouldn't be able to do in normal gameplay. So, for example, um, special dialogue and missions, or... Upgrades to your ships that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise, or even stuff like forcing a battle to be to to be in your like in a position where you're in favor, or escaping situations. Um, the way they incentivize it is every time you use a story point, you get bonus XP for like a certain amount of XP. So, for example. Using it for dialogue, the the less important the the thing you waste you use the story point on, the more XP you get. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's it's a really cool system. It's used for basically like even things like creating contacts or hmm. uh, mentoring your captains. Nice. Or like upgrading stuff in the colony. Um. And the other thing is, when you reach max level, you still gain story points every certain amount of XP. Hmm. So you never run out of you'll never run out of those. They'll just get a bit harder to get. I see. I get you. They okay. also added. I appreciate that community has a thing where they are very careful about spoilers to the point of referencing certain things as the redacted. Nice. I like that. Um, they I, I added more it. stuff. That's cool. They had added more stuff to that. Another faction to that. Uh, bosses. Mm. Game now has multiple bosses instead of the one the one it had before. And you can also now put AI cores in ships as captains. Oh. That, which that is can only end well. Frightening. I put an alpha core in one of my ships, and I'm just waiting for it to betray me. <laughs> it's like, it's just a matter of time. And they also uh, revamped colonies, so now they're less, like, you don't need to constantly be messing with them for them to walk. You can just have them walk in the background, and they're not as powerful as they used to be. So they're not, like, having a colony isn't, like, necessary for endgame stuff and won't instantly mm. catapult you to the endgame. Okay. Which is neat. Because at the base, they, they have stated they don't want this to be a Forex game. This is supposed to be a space trucker slash space mercenary game. Hmm. So, like, they're trying to de-emphasize colonies while also keeping them as a viable option if that's what you want to do. I see. That's cool. 
starts slowly inching towards full release because we are now on 0.95 a release candidate 11 um which yeah it's it's interesting to because I, I think that game has been worked on for like a really long time now oh yeah uh, it even changed yeah, I don't, name I don't at some remember point. what yeah it used to be Starfarer? oh i th- i think so yeah, I think it was Starfarer. I don't remember when it started work. I want to. Was... It started development in 2013. Wow. It's pretty fucking. That's old. Yeah. But yeah. Oh wait! Apparently, it it was earlier than that. The alpha the alpha version was in development since 2012. So. Yeah. Oh. Also, they have an incredibly active modding community that is that the devs really like. Uh, like the devs always, they mention even in patch notes that they're like doing things to try and make it easier for modders. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah! Must have that. Good indie game. Very good. Yeah. Uh, what else? I, there was a third thing I did that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh, that's that's the fucking brain death coming. What did you play? What we played Skullgirls. You played Skullgirls? We all played Skullgirls. A long time ago. Yeah, but we didn't talk about it. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Play some Skullgirls. Annie's out. Annie's cool. Annie is cool. Not Annie. Yeah, yeah that's it. Annie of the Stars. She's very cool. She's rolling. She is. She do be rolling. That's so funny because fucking Sejam was playing her on a stream. And when she does her air dash, she goes, Rolling! And she fucking just Amazing. air dash cancelling everything. He was just screaming, Rolling over the whole match. I was like. It's like, oh, thank you, Annie. That's great. Thank you for this commentary. Rolling. Rolling. It's like the fucking uh, punch out thing, release the bogus. Huh? One of one of the fights in Punch Out is against a Super Macho Man in in one of the, I think it's in title defense, and he has an attack where he start where he starts saying release the, and then if he misses, he says bogus. So it's becoming you've released the bogus. <laughs> what? Release the bogus. Release the bogus. That's funny. Great. That's a game that like was really good, but no one talked about. Yeah, I don't. I I barely know what it is. Punch out for the week. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's really good. Even if it has the punch out thing where everyone's a stereotype. Nice. Also, Little Mac is tiny. He is a tiny, tiny man. Oh. Like, canonically, he's like five foot three. Oh no, baby. Baby boy. <laughs> I need to Wait, check. how, Cause, how cause tall is five. Five, five three. Little in Mac is. Real height. 
Little Mac is four foot eight. Oh no. Meaning he's he, 142 centimeters. He's so tiny. He's like child size. He, oh, baby boy. And there's a reason for that, and it's because in the NES game, his his sprite was yeah, much smaller than the so enemy, so you can see them. Small. So they just made it canon that that's his height. Yeah. Baby boy. That's, that's, that's a little buddy. That's a little buddy. Straight. Four foot king. <laughs> little Mac short king. He's great. He's 49 kilograms, apparently. Damn. Weighs like a child. Yeah, maybe. Still fucking wild cow canonically powerful little Mac is. Oh, yeah. Because, like, title defense, which is canon, Mm. is after little Mac wins the championship, it's a boss rush where every boss is upgraded and has new moves and new defenses. Oh. And if I remember right, canonically, you... At least the first round of every, at least like the first round of it, with like beating every boss in that mode, is canonically what he did. Damn! Like, so he beat everyone. He's then pretty, he beat pretty, everyone with good. the upgrades. He's crazy. A, a punch, a fucking punch out, no hit run is wild to watch. Mm. Because it looks like a fucking anime fight where he's dodging every single move and doing frame-perfect parries. Which, by the way, that game has a, a total, like, one-hit knockouts, uh, one-frame-perfect attacks that you have oh. to do during the animation. That game is 60 FPS. That's fucked up. It's crazy. Like, people that are good at that game, it's like just nailing a frame-perfect attack on a 60fps game is wild. It's great. Good game. Glass Joe remains the best. Yeah, that's all I played this week. Well, I didn't play a bunch of it, I just nice. remembered it existed. Uh, what, what, what did you play? Well, um, starting off, I've, I played a little bit more of Ease 8. I may have dropped that game, and I hope I don't, but we'll see. Because I my PS Vita crashed, <laughs> and I lost about no. six hours of progress, and I went, no. No more of this right now. That's that's always the sad. It is when it happens. It is so shitty. Like it feels so bad. This is why uh, we save every ten minutes. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't save. I was really bad about saving for a really long, really long chunk. Uh, so yeah, that game's good. 
I'm enjoying it. I thought it would end, but then it kept going, but it's pretty cool. It's going fucking like stupid that. bananas. It was pretty grounded for a while. Then they were like, hmm, time, time travel, maybe. And then they're like... <laughs> they, they teach us about evolution a little bit, and they're like, hmm, dinosaurs became mm. big human. Big human what? become small human. You're like, aha, <laughs> I see. There's the big humans who lived a long time ago. They evolved from dinosaurs. Um, I see. So humans are reptiles. Yes. Um, and then... They... Are they invisible? Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but it goes real... I'm not going to say specifically what happens, but it goes real fucking crazy. And I'm slightly mm. excited to see how it ends because it's so ridiculous, but it's fun. Uh, I'll pick that game back up at some point. I'll switch to something else to play on the Vita right now. I might start Trails in the Sky. Uh, yeah, I'll probably do that. Uh, after that, you and I, uh, we did a stream together uh, where I finished uh, the last 11 hours of Leighton's Mystery Journey, Director's Cut. Yeah, that sure happened. That was fun. Magnets, how do they work? How do magnets work? We didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about the magnets. Um, <laughs> oh no. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was pretty fun. I enjoyed seeing the, the conclusion of the story. We got some answers. We got some questions unanswered. I hope there's a sequel. Um, I am putting money down that the dog is latent. Yeah, you keep saying that, and I'm worried. I'm so concerned. It's like the fact that they don't explain it in this game has confirmed it in my mind. I'm worried. Uh, but yeah, this game only came out, or the director's cut, uh, came out 2019, so still pretty recent. Uh, I don't know if and when the fucking a sequel would come out. But, yeah. It was pretty fun. There was good puzzles. The story was, the story was like, okay. There was a fucking filler arc in there, which wasn't that much fun. Um... But it was interesting. It was there, was, there was some good character development stuff. One of the cases it could was. have very easily been cut. Because it was mm. literally just filler. And the game only like... 27, 25, 27 hours, I think. Hold on, apparently it did have a sequel. That came out in 2017. What? Wait, no, it's an anime. Oh. It was an anime that was between... Katarina Nasutoki file. What? 50 episode anime. Jesus. Oh, okay. Okay. Cat's mystery solving files. Adaptation of and sequel to The Millionaire's Conspiracy. 
Oh, wow, the up to episode 47 is the game you played. Oh. So it's not much sequel to... <laughs> uh, 48, 49, and 50 uh, ha- happen after the game. Oh. Actually, 49 and 50 are the latter half of the game. 48 is the ending sequence. Eh. Fair enough. Wait. Oh my goodness. Oh my cool. goodness. No, I'm. I may need to watch the final two episodes of that. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, we enjoyed that. We had some good puzzle times. Uh, I know how magnets work. Trails. Catriel is a goblin. Catriel is a goblin. I love her. She's such a gremlin. I mean, I'd simp. I'll, I'll, I'll be real. If I was a weird little pinstripe boy, like I'd, I'd, I'd be her unpaid intern. Hell yeah. Yeah. Our attempts to. Uh, not fall to Twitch. <laughs> to oh, to Twitch's so terms of service funny. have been fun. So funny. It was, it was great. It's a simple great. life. It's a simple life. Catherine, you do go away. Yeah, he's he's a simple man. Yeah, you know. Um oh. But yeah, uh, I've been playing. I, I, well, I, I was planning on having played a couple of hours of um, Disco Elysium at this point, but in the end, that didn't happen. It it came out like an hour, two hours ago instead of this morning, like I thought it would. Um. So yeah, that'll I'll record that. Probably after this, at some point, um, and instead of playing that, I played some Monster Hunter Rise. I'm showing you for that fucking recording. I swear to God. No, I mean you. You have to be there for all of it. If you don't want, like, I'll fucking I, I'll go through the opening <laughs> blind. Then you can join me. I'm okay with being the. Disco Elysium is great. That's fair. That's fair. And I'm I'm not gonna play the special edition until you finish it. Oh, I see. Because I also want to remain unspoiled to the new content. Because if I know everything that's well, I don't know everything that's gonna happen, but I want fresh reactions are good. I'll have to figure out how to balance. That means we're going to have to do a session of audio testing, because... Oh boy, Discord. Um, Don't be like that. That'll be fun. I'll put a sock sock on my mic. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You you also played Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, I haven't played Monster Hunter. It's very, very good. It's... I haven't played nearly enough of it, but I think it's probably the best Monster Hunter game ever since World became the best Monster Hunter game. 
um, wants to rise son of Rome. It has, it has all the all the, like, actually being a playable game of world, but they added in some they added in some spice. They put in some fucking some of the, some of the sauce from the old games, and like from oh, yeah. they added a bunch of new stuff. So like the weapons look a lot better. There's a lot more weapon variety. Uh, all the models I've come across are super cool. Apparently, there's a bunch more, and they're all really cool. Uh, I'm really excited to see them because uh, I, I don't remember the trailers, so most of this is pretty blind. So it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, just the movement with the Y bug is absolutely insane. So if you're not aware, you get a like you get a wire bug. It's like a little insect that fires a a wire, and you can use it when you're standing. You can use it to shoot up in the air or forwards. And when you're in the air, you can use it to shoot either forwards or down to the ground. And you have like two charges and they recharge. And just that adds like crazy bonkers mobility. And it's super fun. But then every weapon gets like special silk bind moves. Like I think the the longsword gets... Like a parry, you make like a web of it in front of you, and then if something attacks you, do a, a reversal slash, and then it gets like a jump forward that combos into a thing. And all of them get like yeah. kind of cool moves, a lot of them really mobility based. It means the the insect slave is just, is just madness. Because that weapon is already so mobile, and its, it's silkbind moves are just effectively you can use this the wire bug even with your weapon out. Like mm. one of them is a little like a little dodge backwards, like a smaller jump, and one of them's like a real long leap forward. It's like, okay. I also have just like a really high jump as a move. So you've got the most insane mobility and it still does so much damage. It still does so much damage. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting, because from the little bit I played of World, I the two weapons I used were the Charge Blade yeah. and the Great Sword, ah. which is you stand and you hit the button. <laughs> like, big swing. Wait uh, five seconds. Big swing again. Let's see, what do they add to And the now I'm like... Great Sword. I'm like looking at... Looking at the Sunhei Legend gif of oh, using yeah. the greatsword, <laughs> wild. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. The the greatsword gets a a daring aerial attack, where you just like fucking fly into the air and do a big swing, and if it hits, you bounce up and go directly into another charge slash. Mm. Um, and it gets another one, which is like. You shoom forward and sheath the greatsword, and then it gives you a buff for a little while. And it's nice. really cool. Like it, the game, and the game's does. so fast. It's so much faster than World. It's insanity. It feels so cool. Someone in, uh, someone on Twitter, um, oh, it was I think it was GK on Twitter at J I I K A. Go follow. They're cool. Um, they said like it's got all the like all the weight and the punch of Monster Hunter, but they made it more anime. 
or something to that effect. And I think that was a really good description because it really is like everything's still super weighty. Like swinging around the big weapons feels just as big and heavy as it always does, but that you can do so much like cool, crazy shit and fucking just the way you're flying around on your things. And you got you've got no. Oh, oh. You got dogs now. It's real exciting. You got a cat and a dog, and you can ride the dog, and he's super fast. And you can like you can use items while you're on the dog, so you can sharpen while you're riding, and it's crazy. It's so good, because usually sharpening you can only do like standing still, but you can just like hop on the dog, mm. and it, it's slower than just like full pelt sprinting, but. The fact that you can still move is so so useful for just like getting around. Nice, a lot of good big mobility. Yeah, and I just unlocked like right before when I was playing right before we started recording, I unlocked like something called switch skills, which is like What's that? you get like new moves that you can switch out of the like base move set of the weapon. Oh. Like, That's interesting. For the, um, yeah, it's like for the for the interglaive, I got like a tornado slash and a, a tetra seal slash, which I mm. do. I do my. It's either the the unsheath attack or the forward plus a forward plus heavy, uh, which are like a. You do a, do a flip and you do a slam down. And if you hit A afterwards, one of them is like a big swinging bludgeoning attack that does a bunch of damage. The other is like a... You hit four times real close to yourself. Like kind of a... Like a tiny AoE. You can hit everything around you. And that also triggers your insect. And apparently there's more of them. You can you can get a bunch of... Bunch of cool attacks. Which is really exciting. I don't think there was anything like that. There was nothing like that in World. I know, like, Gen Alt, you had some different, some customization in, like, the the form or the, the school or whatever it was called. Where you could, like, either have a jump or a parry or a, some shit. Um, but I, this is really cool. It's going to make the weapons a lot more personalized and really cool um they've simplified a few things um i like how they changed uh getting armor for your for your buddies mm. whereas before you just had to like craft cat armor with materials now you craft cat and dog armor with material scraps which you can just uh you can just take real materials and transform them into scraps. But also when you make real gear, when you make weapons and armor for yourself, they have a chance to drop a scrap of the same kind. Ooh. So you kind of get... You, you can transfer it straight, but by just getting gear for yourself, you will gain free materials to make uh, body armor, which is just... It's really nice. Uh, it means you don't have to grind as much. Uh, and I think grinding overall is going to be a lot quicker because not only do hunts hunts go a lot faster or a lot quicker. Like end game, end game world, the hunts didn't take very long, but 
like people are like already like quite early in being like these hunts are really fucking fast because all the, all the mad shit you can do and also like i think mining spots and the things where you could you could like gather materials from the environment there's like piles of bones and mining spots where you can get ore and stuff usually mm. you'd you'd go up you'd hold the button and they go pickaxe 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 and you get like one thing per um and sometimes you get like rare items and shit uh now in this seemingly they just go up they fucking slap it once and you get everything you, you're on your way and it's so nice like it turned like a 15 second interaction into a one and it's does, really nice it's does, it, it feels really fun. good <laughs> To just be able to go up to like it's like oh I because I was making like a bone weapon I was making like the upgraded bone um, insect life I'm like oh I need some bones mm. I went up to a bone pile and they just went pop 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 oh, you have all these different bones now and I'm like wow that's fucking quick all right <laughs> yeah. but yeah that was awesome uh, I think I think this game's really fun I'm really excited to play more of it. Um, I haven't really because I was super tired so I couldn't focus uh, and mm, uh, like tradition states must happen as is written in the prophecy a new monster hunter must come out a bad game journalist must write an article where they don't read the tutorials properly and say the game is inaccessible um, it happened literally an hour ago oh, um, oh great yeah, and like I've like a clan of two. Like Monster Hunter is not entirely easy to get into. A lot of it isn't immediately um, intuitive, but like this game has so many fucking tutorials. I spent such a long time going through them all and just clicking them so that I get the the exclamation mark new stuff available out of my hunter's notes. There's a lot. But yeah, it was a it was a it was not a terrible article. It wasn't a good one either. Um but yeah. Not going alright. It's whatever. Uh this game's super good. Go buy it, go buy it, go buy it. If you like Monster Hunter. I don't know. If you don't care about Monster Hunter then don't, I guess. But you know. Buy it only if you don't like Monster Hunter. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I'm a monster hunter. Did I do something else? What did I play? I played some Street Fighter. Um, I'm playing Kami. I think I got into bronze. I think I got into bronze rank finally, and I'm I'm I, I nice. stayed there. Um, we'll see if that lasts for now. If I I just play again, I go on a five game losing streak again, and just drop right back out but that's that's pretty fun i'm enjoying playing cami a lot uh she's really she's really cool uh i like her kicks and her her drills nice. yeah that's it i think that i think that's all i played she do big kicky yeah. 
Okay. No, video games. That's it. Video games. Video games. Let's move Soon. on to the news. Soon this. Yeah. So, a thing we missed from last week. Last time. That we need to cover. Is that Sony has purchased Evo. It's old news at this point. But uh, Sony has purchased Evo. Or maybe PlayStation? I don't... Yeah, Sony Interactive Entertainment has uh, purchased... We're thrilled to collaborate to bring you Evo Online 2021 in August. More information to follow. And to be fair, it's not like Evo had much of a bargaining power right now. Aside from the shit, Evo... The event hasn't happened in the past year and a bit. Mm. So... They can't exact... Like... What are they gonna do? Say no and just keep... Like, bleeding money? Yeah, I don't know. Um, there, There's a lot of... Some people went around and was like, Oh, are they gonna... Is, are they never going to bring back Smash because it's on a Nintendo console? And it's like, no, they're going to have they're going to have Smash. There's no way they they wouldn't. Um, there was a really weird take that this was like somehow they were like, oh, this is the end of the the grassroots FGC, and it's like if you think fucking Evo is grassroots. Like, yeah, no, that's... Evo is huge. It's like the biggest thing. That's not... For a good while, Evo was basically the f- world finals. Yeah, no, it's the fucking World, world Cup. It's it's the world championship. The end... The, the big one. I, it's such a weird take. Such a weird... Grassroots has always been, like, local tourneys and, like... Yeah, like, local tourneys are the grassroots. Evo is the big thing. Yeah. Bathroom tournaments of Melty Blood. Yeah. That's where it's at. And, like, there are small, like, fucking Combo Breaker and Frosty Faustings and all that sort of thing. They're still, like, big tournaments, like they have big streams and they're really popular and they do all sorts of things. E- but they're not Evo, you know? Like, Evo's like, a big one. The fighting game competitive scene does not start and end with Evo. No. Like, what? Yeah, like, what? if Evo went away, there would still be an FGC. Like we just had, like this week past the fucking uh, what was it called? The uh, the monster, monster hunter. Uh, the we play UFL fucking Mortal Kombat league. It's a huge tournament. It's like it's all these fucking it's like top top level players. It's like super. The high production quality was all streamed. It was great. Oh yeah, that's yeah. cool. 
this stuff's still gonna happen, you know? I don't know. People are weird. But, um, Sony. It's, I mean, there's a part of it where it's like, it's sad to see the, like, big independent fighting game event get purchased by a big, a big corporation. But Yeah, I mean... It's not yeah, like nothing but, can replace it. Yeah. And, like... I don't know that a huge amount is gonna change. You know? Like, they're not gonna be like, no more Smash Bros. No more Kill Instinct. Like, no, they're really it's... huge popular games. I mean, th there's not gonna be Smash now, because it's evil online and the Smash netcode sucks. Um, but, like, it'll be back. Like, there's no way it won't. Uh... The only thing I can think of that might actually happen is it's going to be a bit more corporate. I mean, sure, but it's fucking evil. Plus, it's not like Mr. Wizard didn't try to make evil corporate. Yeah, exactly. With, with the fucking esports shit and core values. Dumb core values. Oh boy. We all know about Mr. Wizard's core values. Allegedly. Speaking of Sony doing other things, if if you liked purchasing things on the PlayStation 3, Vita, or Portable, well, you can't do that no more. Um, July 2nd for PS3 and PSP, August 27th for the PS Vita. They are closing the PlayStation Store. You will be able to re-download and play previously purchased titles. And cross-buy purchases still, uh, uh, still work, still carry through. But now, yeah, it's just. I want to say sad. one thing. What's that? Here's the thing. Yeah, the PS3 store has not worked for the past half year. On the PlayStation, the app, it's not uh -huh. working for most people. It's not launching. Oh yeah, like don't don't you have now. to go to uh, like a website? You have to go on a computer. Yeah, because the app just doesn't work anymore. So you need to use the computer for it. Huh. It so like fuck. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna be that big of a difference for most people. At least yeah. it's not the first version of this rumor, because in the first version, it was that you won't be able to redownload anything, which at least that's not a problem anymore. At least the stuff you bought, you can still play it for now. Hmm. But it's like, Sony does not give a shit about previous generation consoles and your digital purposes. That has been known for, no. a, long, for a long time. And this is just like the, why moving into a fully digital era when it comes to video games is fucking horror and terrible and I hate it. It's because um, companies refuse to acknowledge that the games you buy belong to you, even though they legally do. 
And like, even though like, yeah, you can still re-download the stuff you bought. It's like... For now. Yeah, exactly. First of all, for now. Secondly, like... What if... I want to buy more things. It's like, do I... Am I just not allowed to... Buy more things? Ever? I know, I guess. Sure. It's time to sail to the great to the great blue sea. Oh. Like also, PS3 emulation is now actually working. Yeah, and I don't know. Where I don't know that many current PS Vita owners use the real PS Vita shows. Whoopsie! I didn't say anything. Um, but yeah. Don't forget that if you're emulating to use your own ISOs and to I've extract your PSOs... Al- always uh, use your own ISOs. Rip those discs. And don't, uh, and don't forget to uh, to use your PS3's actual, uh, actual fucking system files. Don't download them from anywhere else, because that's illegal. And go to your Plug your mum's purse and get give me the credit card details and don't forget numbers on the back. Mega Man needs your help. It's like games preservation is constantly under threat because the video game industry is unregulated. Yeah. I think it's safe to say there's fucking zero regulation. So the things you buy are not, like, the companies will act like they're not yours even though they are. And everything you buy has a timer until it dies. Yeah, because they're... It's kind of... Like, it's not real, kind of. So they can just pretend that it's not, that it doesn't exist. Because, like, okay, so, the, the, they recently found that with the PS4, when the fucking, uh, I think it's a CMOS battery? Oh, yeah. When that dies, like, when that desyncs and the clock, when that dies and the clock desyncs, and you have no connection to resync it, yeah. um, the console's dead. Like... Huh. The PS4 will eventually die, just like what happened to the to the um. I think it was the N64. I think so. Maybe I, I, I vaguely yeah. remember something. I don't remember specifically which one, but yes, I know what you mean. When the PS4 CMOS battery dies, all PS4 digital files are rendered unusable with no if you don't have a server connection, mm. and it also kills disc playback. Oh. So so it's just it's just bricked is the thing. Pretty much. It's just fucked. So when the PS4 servers die, the moment your CMOS battery dies, that's your PS4 gone. Which by the way, Yeesh. I feel like that counts as a um What's the word for, like, a planned lifetime for a product? Uh, planned obsolescence. Yes. 
I feel like that skirts the definition of planned obsolescence. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, the moment the servers die, your device is on a it's, immutable It's on a fucking... Timer. <laughs> yeah, it's on the clock. It's on the fucking doomsday clock. Oh, thankfully, Netflix will still work. Oh, good. In the PS4. Oh, good. Wait, would that work without PS Plus? Yeah. I think PS Plus, that's just, like, play games. You you can go on oh. the internet uh, without it. You just needed to play video games. Remember when the I PS3 just needed to plug I... it to a router? God, yeah. The past. Blame the fucking Xbox 360, dude. The Xbox 360 ruined the, everything. It's all Microsoft. Yep. What, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, you fucking... Don't forget, fools. did you see Microsoft just changed the fucking Xbox Live? What? They, they changed the name to Xbox Network. Oh. Okay. I was I was expecting to change something real bad and dumb, uh, but okay. I mean it's a worse name. It is a worse name. Rolls off. There's it, an it rolls off the around tongue worse, and this, yeah, you it, changing the like, name of something that is this established is always weird. Because because like there's a culture around Xbox Live and what that implies. Yeah. Also, remember a few months ago when they raised the price for Xbox Live? Oh. If this was closer to when that happened, I would have said that that's like a fucking 200 IQ move. <laughs> like, announce a change and then change the name so people can't find the results. Oh, yeah. the, the fucking <laughs> thing about it. Yeah. But no, it's been like a few months, so. Yeah. Also, the PS4 is like a badly designed console. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's it has a fucking because I I was talking to a friend of the show, Fee. Yeah. Um, and she spent an entire day trying to clean and get the PS4 working because it kept overheating. Oh yeah, she mentioned. Like, it fucking. And then she, after it happened, she had to manually update it with a USB stick. Yeah. Because it refuses, if it refused to turn on because it wasn't updated. Nice. Nice. Why is it so badly designed? Also, apparently cleaning the fan breaks warranty. Even though the fan is incredibly badly placed and oh. fills up with dirt in like weeks, which is why everyone compl- like keeps complaining that the PS4 is really loud, it's because the fan is full of dirt. Yeah, probably. This, this cleaning the fan, fucking rid of warranty. That's so dumb. That's like, so dumb. It has the fan is facing down. Why? Huh. Now, okay, aside from the idea of a fan being face down towards the ground being a bad idea in a console that is 
tiny and overheats really fast. Please don't look at Heat rises. Heat goes up. Yeah. You want heat to go to get go away, not towards you. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Badly designed console. Fucking. I I thought the whole point of consoles was that they were easy to use. Yeah, it's. Yeah. <laughs> consoles are interesting. If if the if a console is hard to use, malfunctions all the time, and overheats, you might as well just get a PC. If you want a big box that doesn't work, buy a computer. Like you don't need to buy a PlayStation with, for that. At least with a computer, you can fix it yourself most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Without breaking the warranty. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 fucked up. It's I I really love consoles. I think they are very good. If I had the choice I'd never play a game on a PC again. But for context, my last console was a Wii. <laughs> when, I, when consoles don't I, work, it's no good. It's <laughs> It's really annoying. I have a Game Boy Color, a Wii, and a PS2. Goddamn. My first console was an Atari 2600. <laughs> so, Damn. I haven't Yo. personally experienced modern consoles a lot, except when visiting people. Yeah. But... All I hear is people complaining about their consoles. And I'm like, yeah. I'll just play Ratchet and Clank 3 on my PS2. I mean, at least we're finally getting into, like, an era of consoles that work. Or at, le I mean, at yeah. least half of them do. The Xboxes are an absolute mess. But... <laughs> At least you know. the Xbox is a perfect emulation box now. Yeah. God. The the cross platform box. The cross box. You know why it's called an Xbox, right? No. Direct Xbox. Really? It, it that's the dev name. Because it was a direct Xbox. Really? Yeah. The Xbox is the name they gave it in development. They just never came up with a different name until it was released. The name in the like if in the actual code of the console is DirectX Box. Wow. That's why it's called that. Microsoft has never been good with naming things. No. The entire naming... Everyone in Microsoft that is responsible for naming things should be fired. Yeah, they don't... Like, the whole Xbox is... Everything related to Xbox is named fucking terribly. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know what the fucking deal is. I really don't know what the deal is. <laughs> why? Why they like this? It's because Microsoft is not good at doing anything. Please sponsor us. This is true. Um, please sponsor. <laughs> like oh. I, I remember finding out the DirectX shit, and I'm like, that explains literally everything about Xbox naming conventions over time. Yeah, kind of does. Do you remember why the 360 was going to be the 360? Oh, I oh I remember being told, but I don't. There's I'm, two I don't reasons. Yeah, one is that it was supposed to be like 360 degrees. It's it does everything in your living room. Whoa! Uh, I get it. Very clever. Which is Mr. Microsoft. Dumb. Now, there's a second reason that I don't fully remember. Oh, yeah? Oh, right. The second reason was... Well, there's three. Because the second reason is to imply that the gamer is at the center of the Xbox experience. A marketing phrase that makes me want to vomit. That... okay. And the third reason is because 360 is more than two. Huh. Because the PlayStation 2 was coming out and they wanted to call it 360 because a bigger number means more sales. Oh, oh boy. Alright. Okay. Because they couldn't call it the Xbox 3 because oh, it's the second Xbox. That's really but dumb. 360. It's a fucking 1000 IQ move. Yeah. Oh no, it was because the PlayStation 3 was coming out, and if they called it the Xbox 2, it would be a smaller number, and that's not good. Oh yeah. That's like... That keeps happening. The 360 is more than 3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they made the fucking Xbox One. And they're like, oh, we're releasing the PlayStation 5. I was like, it can't be. We called a smaller number. So they went, Series X. Everyone goes, what? Remember when everyone thought, the, the X, everyone thought the Xbox One was going to be the 720? Yeah. Which would have still been a terrible name, but at least it would have made sense for the naming convention? Yeah. It also would have been the 720, because that's the maximum resolution it can do. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the Xbox 180. The uh, 1080. The Xbox 1080i. So fucking shit. It's so terrible. Yeah. I will never forget... That like within a second of them announcing the Xbox One, people have started calling it the Xbone. Yeah, and they're really upset about it in quite a sad way. But they get the really Xbox... angry when people say Xbone. But then they had the Xbox One X, which is the short version of that is Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. No, dude. and now we have the X. Remember the Xbox Sad? Oh yeah. Xbox has all digital. Xbox Sad. The Xbox Series Sad. And now we have the Xbox X. Yep. <laughs> Xbox One sad. <laughs> it was gonna be an all an always online platform when they announced it. That's always good. Remember when, why they changed it according to them? No, why was that? Because they got letters from US soldiers in submarines being like, but if it's always online I can't play oh, it no. in my submarine. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So like, hmm. I mean, on one hand, boo-hoo. <laughs> on the other hand, what you doing with that submarine? What are you on submarine, buddy? Who's <laughs> hanging out in there? Remember when, remember when uh, the US military bought Xbox controllers from Microsoft to use for drones? Yeah. And apparently worked really well, much better than anything they had done before, because they're like, oh, it's like a video game. It's like, yeah, video games are fucking poggers. Horrific. Yeah. Isn't it just... War crimes. Speaking of Microsoft, uh, they're buying Discord. So that'll be fun. Are they buying Discord because no one uses Skype? Uh, probably. I mean, they bought Skype and then people stopped using it. Are you ready for Discord to become shit? Oh, I'm no. I really don't want it. I really don't want Discord to become bad. It's, it's gonna happen. Just upsetting. They're ready for it. Everyone's gonna move to the new thing now. Uh, I don't know what it's gonna be though. Because it's not gonna be Zoom. They put in a 10 billion dollar bid for the company. Please, please don't let this go through. <sighs> Let's go. It's time to go back to Steam groups. Yep. Back to the old days. Embrace tradition. Reject modernity. I wish that. I wish this was ICQ. <laughs> Why did people stop using ICQ? I don't even know what that is. Wait, well, you don't know ICQ? What the fuck is ICQ? ICQ is it like ICP? was the niche. Okay, it was like Messenger, but kind of better. Oh, what the fuck is it this? It had games on it. What the fuck is this? 
Wait, hold on. This is the third fucking messaging platform that Microsoft is buying to then destroy. Yeah! They keep fucking <laughs> Microsoft are is terrible! Oh my god, ICQ still exists. Wow. It's from 1996. Yeah. It's great. Oh. Um, and I'm just finding new news. We've not even gone down the docket really yet. Uh, but uh, YouTube's been made worse. Breaking, oh, breaking, breaking, three hours ago. Um, they're testing some new designs that do not show the public dislike count of videos. You will only see how many likes something has and how many dislikes will be hidden. Why? Because they made some some very famous people who either are at YouTube or are friends with YouTube made some very, very bad videos and got a lot of dislikes. Remember when they removed seeing dislikes on comments? Yeah. The dislike button in comments doesn't do anything except promote that comment now. It's so weird. It's so, like, it's such... I mean, it's it's not weird. I understand why they're doing it, because they're fucking pathetic hacks. But... And they use self-learning algorithms that they don't understand to create new features. Yeah, and, like, I found out about this on Twitter via Mr. Feels Wild Ride, um, as ever. And he brought up a fucking fantastic point. Is that now it's imp- if you're looking up a guide on how to solve something, you will never be able to see how good that guide is. If you look up a guide, yeah. the like-to-dislike ratio is how you figure out if it's fo- if it's good and you should follow it or not. Now you're going to have like, to comment on the guide and people will have to look at the comment, which will raise visibility and interaction, which is what they keep trying to optimize but only makes the platform worse. I hate this. Like, it's the fucking common thing again, yeah. where now disliking something isn't going to affect it negatively, it's only going to promote it so more people see it, because if it's controversial, it promotes interaction, which yeah. is what they want from this hell platform. Which, by the way, is now breaking uh, international law because you are now taxed by the US if you make money on YouTube even if you don't have a US citizenship or live there. I'm so glad my YouTube channel's not monetized. (laughs) Which, like, yeah, that is against international law. You can't... Yeah, isn't that, like, literally illegal? Foreign... Yeah, Yeah, it is illegal. You cannot tax citizens of a different country that do, that don't live in your territory. Like, you can tax people with a visa that live in your country. Yeah. That's okay. 
you can't tax people that don't live in your country and don't have a citizenship because you can still be taxed if you have a citizenship even if you don't live in the country you have a citizenship yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah this is against international law but is anyone gonna stop them fucking nobody no of course they're not how would that look make sure you don't get the IRS on your ass Are you prepared to pay taxes to two countries, one of which you don't even live in? Yeah. I just want to say this is taxation without representation, which is incredibly ironic. (sighs) It's a nightmare fucking thing. It's... I hate it. I hate YouTube so much. Mm -hmm. So, don't forget that YouTube does not allow hate speech unless it's in ads. There's been some game announcements. A couple. I only picked the ones I care about. There's probably more. Um, but coming 2021, coming, I believe, this autumn, uh, is Melty Blood type lumina with rollback new new melty with a rollback on consoles melty plus up yeah not on pc which is slightly annoying because uh the one thing the one kind of games that i play on my pc is fighting because <laughs> first of all my good stick doesn't work on ps4 because it's an xbox controller um and also on it's just my PC is actually connected to the internet and the wall. But yeah, this it looks really cool. Uh, I've never really played Melty because I could never get it to work, and I never cared enough to be like to like figure out how to make <laughs> how to make it work. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. Uh, they're adding auto combos. Which is which is fair. A lot of games have auto combos nowadays. Um, looks like it has some cool systems, some cool stuff. There are apparently characters, and there are apparently missing characters, and there are apparently returning characters. I recognize mm. the one girl with the turtleneck. She looks cool. I like the shirt. I like a good long long sleeve shirt. That's it. I don't know, Melty. I'm excited to play on the bathroom on my Nintendo Switch. You mean on your CRT? My Nintendo Switch CRT. Plug that shit in. And slightly more directly exciting, for me at least, um, Ico's Choice is a brand new standalone expansion to Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun, which is a fucking good game that I absolutely love. Um, it is like a top-down isometric question mark? I don't know, it's a kind of like top-down perspective. It is a strategy stealth game 
uh, where you play as different like ninjas and samurai and stuff. Um, it's really really cool. Uh, it's a super good game. It's really hard. Um, maybe I'm just bad. Maybe maybe it's just hard because I had to do it perfectly. Otherwise, I'd cry. Um, so for me, it was very hard. But Shadow Tactics is really good. Uh, this looks quite interesting. It's gonna focus on um, one of the manga's protagonists, the Kunoichi adept Aiko. She is a master of camouflage and distracts enemies disguised as a geisha. And yeah, it'll have three fully fledged main missions, some brand new environments, and three shorter interlude missions. Uh, it'll come out in late 2021. Made by Mimi Me Games and published by Daedalic. And that's pretty cool. Nice. In game releases, uh, Balan Wonderworld came out. Um, it's bad. still bad. It got delayed, so they allegedly make it better. It's still. Uh, I've still not seen a single person say anything good about it. Uh, this I mean, with with literally any game, there's going to be people that like it because a lot of people have very low standards, or a lot of people don't like aren't involved in like games in the same way. They kind of just play a game and push some buttons and go, "Oh, it's good." Um, did you see? But yeah, the it seems absolutely horrible. Did you see the review though? The review? Which one? The review I, that uh, I saw. I saw the, the meta score that some some angry guy was very dramatically trying to bump up to the positives with a lot of fake reviews. But I don't know which review you're talking there's about. There's a review that had to come out that said it's a it's a throwback to PS2 platformers. Because no game journalist has apparently played the games on the PS2. They were like, oh, if you think this is bad, that's because it's just like old PS2 platformers. It's like, have you literally ever played any one of them? Nothing is this bad. Well, not nothing. Very few things. But also... But it's also not like it's the only games it's like is the fucking Knights game. Because PS2 platformers weren't like this at all. They weren't. They really weren't. Why does no one remember games that they must have played as kids because they're in their 30s? Not even as kids, as adults. Yeah, I don't don't even know. It's so fucking rough. There was a really funny tweet. I retweeted it. uh, I think I did it yesterday. It was someone said, like, it it has, like, lethal amounts of the energy of a really weird PS2 game your friend imported from some other country, and because he spent so much money, he keeps desperately trying to convince you and himself that it's good. <laughs> Just like on the face of it horrible. But they 
like paid so much for it that and it's like this weird thing to like no it's good actually you just don't get it and you're like no you fucking you fucking fool it's really funny i i really want to play it because i want to be able to actually speak on it because if like it's, if you haven't played a game you can't actually like talk with any authority on it unless you're a games too unless well i mean um, okay well if it's like uh, you, you can talk about certain things. You can talk you about certain aspects game. to some degree, but like you, you can't go. This game plays like shit if you haven't played it. But you can't yeah. go. This game's story is shit if you've watched it. Yeah, to some, to some, to some degree, yes. Still not as much as having played it, but yes, it's it's different depending on aspects. You can also but... go this game is bad because it's trying to kill some of its players. Oh yeah, the final boss having just an effect um, this is, that this... like a particle effect on one of its attacks that just makes the screen flash aggressively white. Why the fuck it's is this the up. second game this year? The second major release with fucking seizures being a side effect of playing it. I don't know. What happened to the fucking to compliance testing? I don't know. It's fucking apparently they fit like, apparently they're fixing it. Apparently they're doing like day one patch. I think it's fixed now. Yeah, but, but like what happened to if this game doesn't pass compliance it's not getting released? Yeah, because games used to have this kind of thing in compliance, especially for Nintendo consoles. They were very adamant about their games not causing seizures. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That's a sensible position to take. Like fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, that's fun. I haven't played it, but I've heard no one who isn't. No one trustworthy has said anything even slightly positive about it. Um, <laughs> that's it. It's Balan. Fuck it. Um, two more. Um, this is gonna be slightly butchered because... I don't fucking understand business jargon or business structures. But CD Projekt, mm -hmm. starting a new strategy going forward. Uh, starting in 2022, mm -hmm. it's going to work on multiple AAA games in parallel. It's already been doing that. Well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> the... No, like, um, they're now announcing it, but they've already been doing that. The Witcher has been in development while Cyberpunk was being developed. Yeah, I don't know. But like, apparently they're going to start working on things in parallel. Future marketing campaigns will be much shorter, with promotional content released closer to the actual release. Um, we, we want to work with the two global brands at the same time while ensuring top quality of our products. Technical advancement, blah blah blah. Uh, they're still going to prioritize single player RPGs. Uh, 
but we have raised the huge potential of both The Witch and Cyberpunk and want to expand their reach to include new areas, media, and content types. Um, Are they going to fix Cyberpunk? They they they're working on it. Um, so okay, so basically they're saying we're going to work on new stuff because without like focusing on fixing the thing we sold to you. No, like with lies. Like the the roadmap update is like they're doing next gen updates for both of them. When was the last time a roadmap has been followed through? A lot of the time. By a video game company. Not by not Aside not by the big Western game companies, generally. Um, but I mean, I don't the, trust CD Projekt Red. I mean, I know a lot of people don't. I. They're whatever. I like I like the games. I like GOG a lot. I GOG think Galaxy cool. is the only platform aside from Steam that actually works. Yeah, it's much it's it's much better than Steam. It's annoying that it doesn't launch games as quick. Yeah, if it's better in everything except the speed that it launches games. Which means that it's, one's not as good. Which comes to the crux of the problem is that it's a worse launch. Yeah. It's a better everything else, it's a worse launcher, which is really annoying. They also it also doesn't have an upgrade feature to upgrade your games to new editions that come out. Yeah. You have to buy it separately. Mm. Yeah. Or refund and then buy. Yeah. Um Which is what I did with Mechanicus. With what? I I okay. Story I always tell, which is uh, when I bought Mechanicus, the video game, yeah. um I bought it and then I realized I bought the regular edition instead of the special edition. Oh, okay. So I sent them a support ticket and asked if I if they can refund me so that I can buy the special edition. But hmm. by the time they refunded me, the special edition went on a really deep discount for cheaper than the normal edition. Oh really? So I bought it, and it cost me less than what I paid for the regular edition. Nice. Which is one of my favorite stories, because it's like, it's, it's great. Yeah, nice. I got money back for buying the special edition. That's right. That, that, yeah, that's they don't cool. Have, they, it, it, it is also kind of baffling that they don't have a feature to let you upgrade to yeah, that's the weird. special edition. I... Oh wait! Uh, oh, you mean you mean like if you're upgrading to a special edition? Yeah, like you can't upgrade oh, from I a standard see. edition to a special edition. You have to buy it on its own. Yeah, I mean that's not a it, storefront thing. That's like, can you even do, can you do that on Steam with that game? Yeah. Huh. There's a lot of with I don't know if it's I everything mean, new, but most yeah, games. No, that's that's just offer... about like the the people putting up because that's just like a DLC you buy. Well, yeah, because it's on not Steam like it's defined as DLC. Yeah, and they have so DLC on GOG. Do. It's just the game devs don't put that up, I guess, which is weird. I don't know why that is. But that's also it's funny to me that Juji now gets new games released on it. Yeah, because it used to be all old games. Yeah, it used to be all old games, and it's still like it's I still keep getting games. fucking discount codes in my email about like, hey, you want to buy fucking Age of Empires three? And I'm like, no, I'm good, bro. 
But it's a good game. Yeah, it's not for me. I have it on CD. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that kind of that kind of thing is just not not my kind of game. Um. But yeah, I think I I really like GOG. Or I I quite like CD Projekt. I think they're okay. neat. But also, I have to say, the Witcher's God. Um, hi, Kitty. Yeah, working up? on multiple projects at the same time is literally what every video game company does. Every yeah. company does this. That's why companies have multiple dev teams. And aside from that, usually the way it goes is even if you have you one team and they're working on one big game. As you approach the end of that game's development, you start working on the next project so that you don't need... So everyone still has stuff to do and to make sure that, like, you can develop it in in, in as le- the minimal amount of time possible because you don't want a, too large of a gap. Hmm. Which is what they've been doing so far. Like, the Cyberpunk started development before The Witcher 3 came out. Mm. Um, the only difference is I guess now they're just separating those teams completely to only work on one game each yeah. and they're going to do two games all the time but also so the company has been bleeding employees yeah the like, like the most the biggest problem with CA Project is both I don't. There's not. They don't mention crunch at all in this presentation, and I think that's. I don't even mean their just biggest issue that they keep. I don't even mean addressing. just crunch, because they're also they've also been losing employees because people keep quitting. Most of the people that made the good Witcher games don't work in C- at CD Projekt Red anymore. Hmm. They're also being sued right now. Wait, for what? By the shareholders. For lying to them. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I I read about that, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it do be like that. It's, yeah. They've burnt oh. through like twelve years of uh, public goodwill in like a year. Hmm. It's incredible. GOG is still good, but uh, yeah. GOG is it's, very I good. I just find the it so Witcher funny. Is very good. Because CD Projekt has always been a video game darling that everyone loved. Yeah. And they've pretty much burned through most of their goodwill and reputation in the span of like a year and a half, maybe. It's depressing. Never let companies be too successful. See, it just sucks, because they're like the one... Like, The Witcher 3 is like the one great Western RPG. Like In the past, like... Like Dragon Age One was pretty good, and it was the peak of the series, kind of. 
Dakota 1 and 2 were fantastic. Which ones? Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. Oh, God, I thought you said a portal, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking no, no, about? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dakota 1 and 2. Okay. Dakota's good. Dakota's good. There are a lot of really but... good indie Western RPGs. There's yeah. a lot of good indie Western RPGs out there. Yeah, you know, sorry, I mean, um, I meant to say I don't know if I did, but like AAA, like act, like actual, like big budget RPGs are severely lacking in quality coming from the West. Um, oh yeah, as with most most things, like big budget action well, games and big budget isn't most things. That's been a couple, studio, right? but. I believe so, yeah. Doesn't that mean they're Eastern European? Eastern Europe is West. <laughs> I'm in Asia, and that's more to the East than me. Cass is drinking fucking pickle juice. No, don't let, don't let her do that. That is really bad don't for Cass. Don't do that. Drink the water, dummy. You drink the water. Like, it's but. It's damaging to humans. A cat is not supposed to drink that yeah, shit. Yeah, you drink, you drink water instead. Good girl. Good girl. She's dummy cat. But no, like, Eastern, uh, Poland, I think, is more to the east than where I live, and I live in Asia. <laughs> Wait, for... where the fuck is Poland? Hold on. Where? I don't know where Poland is. I'm really bad at geography, don't mind me. Um, uh, Poland. No. Wait, what was I? Um. Oh no, Poland is slightly more to the west than me. But, like, most of Russia is to my east. Yeah. Damn. Um, I mean, Russia yeah, also, Russia right. also has right. a border with China. That's right next to fucking Germany, isn't it? Um, but yeah. Um, uh, most... Geography's weird. Yeah. I like... Eastern Europeans make good video games, generally. They do. There's a lot of fucking good shit that comes out of, like, Eastern Europe. There's a certain Most... je ne sais quoi yeah, there's to, a uh, lot of post-Soviet countries releasing video games. Yeah, what was it? Um... What were, no, we're looking at uh, Andrel. Were they Serbian or something? I think so. Uh... I don't remember the specific country. I'm going to look it up real quick. But, yeah, like, that game is fantastic. It's Stygian. They are from... Yeah, Belgrade, Serbia. Um, yeah. It's... Eastern Europe sure does make some fucking CRPGs. Yeah. Pretty good at it. I mean, Disco Elysium... That's from the UK, innit? No. 
Zom is not a UK studio. Zom? Oh. I don't know. I just went by on the Twitter account. It says London, England. So. Like, uh, almost everyone that's working on the game is not, like, the old from... Studio Zom. It's based in Estonia. Oh. Fair enough. They just have an, an, a London office. Ah, I see. Cool. Yeah, because I was going to say, because, yeah. like, the, the the director of the the designer is... Um, it's an Estonian writer. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Karelian Estonian. It's a very post-Soviet game. I'll tell you <laughs> what. I'm co I'm ta making that into a genre: post-Soviet games. <laughs> Hell yeah, post-Soviet games. Ooh, GOG is holding a a giveaway for disc Elysium codes. I already own it, nice. but I'll retweet it. Me too. Um, They're also giving out 13 for free. Yeah, I just saw that. I need to go grab and that. And it's not the remake. Hooray! Which is good, because the remake's shit. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, to, to clarify the phrasing, the remake is not good. Yeah. <laughs> the remake is bad, so... It's like, it is not the remake which is good. Like, no, that's... I know what you mean, but hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the remake, comma, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll get that I'll get that uh, claimed. I might play that at some point. It looks pretty cool. I never touched it. I watched a couple of videos on it years ago. Um, but it looks pretty cool. It's alright. Yeah. I like the art style. I like throwing knives. Which is confusing as to why they wrote the art style in the remake. Yeah. It's kind of the main recognizable factor in it. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, when people think of 13, they think of that art style. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Did that Mass Effect remake come out? I don't think it's out yet. When is it coming out? Next year? May 14th? So soon! A couple of months. Wait, May 14th? Okay, because fucking... that's going to be a... terrible. I mean, it's probably going to be okay, but miss the point of all things and yeah. have baffling direct it's gonna, direction. It's going to have decisions. better graphics, but worse visual design. Debatably better graphics. No, they, I mean, they'll be higher quality, they just will be worse. 
There'll be higher resolution. <laughs> the lighting will be very impressive as it's poorly directed and lights the wrong things in the wrong ways. And puts a million lens flares in into your screen. Lens flares are cool, don't you know? Lens flares never made... They only make sense in sci-fi games where you're wearing a helmet. Yeah. Because... It's... Remember when Fallout had lens flares for your eyes? Yeah, it's like all those games where you get, like, <laughs> if it's a... Re I, I remember it specifically in Bioshock Infinite, where in the beginning scene where there's, it's raining and you look up, you see the raindrops lane, land on your eyes. <laughs> and it's like you're wearing, like, goggles. It's like, oh god, my eyeballs. Oh no. It's so confusing, because a, a lot of games are like, oh, it's so immersive and cinematic, and it's like, then why are my eyes cameras? There's dirt in my eyes, for real! There's blood in my eyes. Mmm. Fucking, I, I fucking love that shit in, in Far Cry. Chilly eyes. Oh, yeah. And the fact that to heal yourself you keep fucking snapping your bones back in place. It's so good. It's like, oh god, I keep breaking my arm. It's like, oh fuck. Crack. It's like, oh, I'm good now. Just just rip a piece of metal that was stuck in your palm. Hmm. And it's like, I'm, I can fire a gun now. Immersion. There's one game where that still where that did make sense. Blood Dragon. Far Cry Blood Dragon, because in that yes. one it didn't need to make sense. Yeah, exactly, and that was just like a cool action movie. It's cool eighties. Yeah. You fucking get shot cool and you, you'd heal and your fucking your robot arm would be all fucked up and you just like twirl it around and it's like oh it's fixed now. Yeah. And then you like dig bullets out of it. That game's so rad. Oh, that game's so fucking it's rad. It's great, even though the visuals are not uh, like make your strain your eyes after a while. Oh yeah, no, it's so good. That game makes like hurts to look at, and I fucking love it. It's great. I think I got like ninety percent through it. I feel, I damn near hundred percent of that. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. I mean, I love I love Far Cry is a weird series. Well. I played all of four, and it was most good three. But Far Cry is a series that has changed what it's about and its tone so many times. Yeah, I don't even know what the latest ones Far are. I literally don't even know. Remember, like Far Cry Two was like an incredibly realistic, quote unquote, like immersive. Yeah, survival was, game where you yeah, had yeah. malaria and was grudging. It was dirty. the fucking like super realistic like simulation game. It was really good, but it's it also came out after Far Cry One, a game in which towards the end you fight aliens and robots and mutants. Hmm. Yeah, and then Far Cry Three is like drugs, drugs. Burn a field of weed while listening to a Skrillex song. It's so fucking confusing, the direction change in that series. 
Which, to be fair, it's a fucking banger. That's a good song. It's got Bob Marley's son on it. It's pretty good. Well, think about that, because those three games might as well be different series. Yeah, they're so bizarrely different. Then we've got Blood Dragon, which was like the formula, but turned up to 11 and made really like interesting and weird. Then we've got 4, which was like 3 again. <laughs> but not as good. Yeah. Uh, like it was like structurally kind of exactly the same. But it you was, can finish it in 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, that's actually one of my favorite things in all the video games. I love that yeah, kind of shit. I do, I do love that. It's great. That shit's so good. Um... And then there's five, which is the one about the religious people. The that's, cult, that's, yeah, that's the one that's set in America. The 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 Christian one, the culty Christian the one. The cult where they removed all kind of interesting aspect to it by saying that they're just drugged and brainwashed. Hmm. Like cartoon brainwashing instead of like, propaganda brainwashing. Yeah, the bitch cowards. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think that's it. And there's another one, isn't there? Hold on. Far Cry Games. Oh yeah, there was... Is there two more? There's... Uh, six is coming out soon, but there's also... Um, fucking Primal. Was, I forgot about Primal, yeah. And then there's New Dawn, which I heard... I heard nothing about going up to it. I he- I've heard literally nothing since release. I don't think it was good. It's apparently a post-apocalypse game. Oh, good. Narrative sequel to Far Cry 5. Follows the survivors of a nuclear war. What? Okay. You see what I mean? The series keeps changing its tone and what it's about. Yeah. It keeps happening. Why is it like this? It's baffling. That's the old spin-offs. Instincts, Evolution, Predator, and Vengeance. That was a movie. And Paradise Lost. That was a movie? What? Um, released in 2008, directed by Uwe Ball, stars Till Schweiger oh. as Jack Carver. Um, the film received reg- negative reviews, with most critics saying it does the game no justice. That's fair. It doesn't look good. Is it? Is it an adaptation of the first game? I loosely adapted. I don't know the actual story of the first game, so I couldn't tell you. Okay, it is because it includes the mutants. Ah. Yep, that is an adaptation of the first game's plot. Wait, what? Wait. Wait. I'm just reading the the synopsis and I'm fucking blacking out. The film is directed by Uwe Boll. And it was a major box office bomb, and like Ball's other films, a critical disappointment. 
<laughs> this is not, this must be a Wikipedia page that did not get a lot of attention. Oh, the house of the he made the House of the Dead movie, the Alone in the Dark Wait. movie. The way Ball the keeps Warcraft making every movie? video game movie, they're all bad. Oh no, he he didn't make the Warcraft movie. He wanted to make the Warcraft movie, and Blizzard said, we will not sell the movie rights, not to you, dot dot dot, especially not to you. <laughs> the one good decision Blizzard has made the past 20 years. What the fuck? This guy! Uweevil makes all the bad movies. He made the Resident Evil movies. Oh no, he made Blood Rain. Yeah. made Blood Rain 2. He made... Postal? There's a Postal movie? Jesus. Oh yeah. It's great. It's great. It's the best. Alone in the Dark 2? Blood Rain the Third Reich? One of my favorite old best friends bits is them talking about the fact that Uwe Ball came to the screening of that movie and didn't understand why people kept laughing. Oh no. <laughs> he made a... It also grossed mm. less than 1% of its budget. Good fucking god. He made a 2011 <laughs> German drama film called Auschwitz where he played a Nazi officer outside a gas chamber? Mm. So that's good. Uh, House of Evil Rampage. What the fuck is Rampage? Wait, like the the movie with no, because that one's good. It's this, oh. which looks like a <laughs> shit post. <laughs> <laughs> look up if you look. Okay, Google Rampage just, President down and just look at the cover. I, th- I think we just found the thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> this doesn't look real. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this poor guy. A fourth Rampage film is supposed to be released in twenty twenty one. How do you make? One million movies, and pretty much all of them are bad. By being a hack fraud? Yeah, but how do you get to keep making fucking movies? Because they keep do making money. Do you not money. get stopped? They keep making money. You just said one of them made back 1% of its budget. I don't think they're making yeah. money. It was the Postal movie. <laughs> yeah, and Alone in the Dark 2 is gonna fucking... The Resident Evil movies make a lot of money. Oh, boy. Okay. Like... No, sorry, Resident Evil is Paul W.S. Anderson. I was going to say, I, he, I don't think he made Resident Evil. Who made the Street Fighter movie? Good fucking question. 
Stephen E. De Souza. Huh. I thought it was gonna be a new wave all fucking thing. He made Commando die hard and Judge Dread. Moving on. Beverly Hills Cop 3. And then Street okay. Fighter. Wait. Wait. Oh, wait, was he an actor in that? Oh, yeah, am I wrong? Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. He was an actor in that. He's an actor as well? Okay. Okay, I, I thought it was a different movie. Because oh. the Samurai Cop guy made a movie with a very similar name. Oh, no, there's another Street Fighter movie? There's two more Street Fighter movies? Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li was released in 2009 to critical and commercial failure. Oh boy. This poster looks like shit. Okay, so there's, there's Hollywood Cup, which is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. There's also Killing American Style and Samurai Cop. You gotta watch the trilogy. Oh, God, that looks terrible. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Reception. Cancelled sequel. Hmm. Oh, my God. Sometimes you just gotta cancel your sequel. Oh, the actors in this. Because bad. Michael Clark Duncan plays Balrog? That makes sense. Wait, <coughs> Taboo? Ta like, Taboo what? from the Black Eyed Peas is playing Vega? I don't, I don't know nothing about music. He's a rapper. He, he, he's playing Vega, apparently. Yeah, this movie looks bad. Um, I might watch it. Uh, the original Street Fighter movie is fucking fantastic. It is so good. It is one of the best movies ever made. Uh, it is a classic. It has Raul Julia being incredible. Uh, you should watch it. It also has Cammy in it for about 10 seconds at the end. Like she just kind of turns up. <laughs> she's not in yeah. it until the ending, and then she's in the final, like, jump freeze frame pose shot. You're like, okay. Cool. Cool. But yeah, that's that. I think that's it. Now, the, the, we did have another piece of news, if you remember. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Activision Blizzard hires you grab that former Trump administrator person, yeah. Brian Boltano, a man that came under investigation multiple times. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I this isn't the kind of thing that I understand or care enough to learn to understand because I don't know what um, most of these things mean. But this this did bring to light that Activ Activision Blizzard also 
had brought on board a former George W. Bush era torture apologist and counterterrorism appointee as its new head of compliance. Mm-hmm. So that's Great. that's not, you know that's good. Fucking Activision Blizzard once again showing that they're awful and bad. Yeah. I mean, I know that all they make is fucking propaganda for the U.S. military, but come on, come on. <sighs> oh, also, yeah, the Call of Duty games are incredibly obvious U.S. military propaganda oh, to yeah. the point of um, re changing, altering history to make the U.S. military seem less bad or to make other countries seem worse. Like the Highway of Death scene. Whoops. Uh. <laughs> Oops. Don't forget that it, everything was the Soviets' fault. Don't worry about it. <sighs> I don't like Activision. No, Activision Blizzards are kind of big pizza shit. Um, yeah. I want to just um a quote in this article. Hit it. Um. Last year, Bolsonaro came under public scrutiny as part of the House Democrats' probe into Trump's firing of the State Department's independent watchdog. By the way, I'm reading this from the Kotaku article, just to give sources. Um, yeah, uh, watchdog Inspector General Steve Linick. Linick, who'd been conducting an investigation into possible misuse of government resources by Pompeo before, uh, conspicuously, before conspicuously getting fired, testified in June 2020 that Bolitano tried to bully him on multiple occasions, including during an investigation into the Trump's administration 2019 sale of $8 billion in arms to Saudi Arabia. Lenick also, Lenick also said that despite his job under Pompeo, Bolitano seemed to be unfamiliar with the role of Inspector General. So that's good. That that's good. Why is it like this? I mean, we know why it's like this. It's because un unsupervised capitalism leads to suffering as a commodity. But yeah, can it not be like this? Can, for once, could it just not, please? At what point do we need to bring the pitchforks and the torches? Allegedly, I am not advocating any violent act. You can't sue me. I don't I'll live in the can't U.S. Burn down your house in Minecraft. <laughs> See, I'm safe because I don't live in the U.S. And we have different laws for that stuff. Yeah. But I'm also not saying to actually kill anyone, just the rich. Wait, no. Not people anyway. (laughs) No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't kill people, only billionaires. 
They're not human. All I'm saying is they're probably really tasty. Did you see this? F- and as we know, we are all hungry. Did you see this fucking video of some dude just cutting in half a big jug of chocolate milk with a knife? Why? I don't know. It's deeply cursed. It's intensely cursed. <laughs> Why isn't it like this? Look at this shit. <laughs> You know, fucking imagine. <laughs> this is upsetting. Oh no! And then they say privilege isn't a thing. What? Well, I'm poor and I can do this. Milk. This is funny. Imagine just wasting food like that. Buying food to waste yeah, it. Yeah, it was a funny tweet. It's worth well, it. Well, you don't live in the Middle East. I sure don't. I sure don't. <laughs> See, over here... Wasting food makes it, me Over here we have the horrified. guts to waste food for banger tweets. We're built different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking saying like seeing someone waste food horrifies me to my core oh. I get that I get, I get like, that something right fuck like I I, I no I, I agree if it's like I don't really care about this cause it's fucking like a dollar jug of chocolate milk but like, wait, a, ju- a jug of chocolate milk costs a dollar. I mean, I guarantee you, this thing is like, like buying that thing is like dirt cheap. Like this is nothing. Like I, I don't that know kind of what I don't know what it is, but like, like whatever, like just how the the brand looks. Like it looks like some fucking cheapo brand fucking chocolate milk. This is a couple of bucks. Hold on, I'm gonna check how much a jug of milk costs here. A chocolate milk specifically. Um seven dollars. I can't read what the fucking Hold on. Yeah, that's seven dollars here, so Chocolate milk jug. Uh, some shit like this. You can buy a two liter milk bag. Chocolate milk bag. This is not the same brand. This is the same brand. Great value. That's great value. Um, it looks like this one. One percent more fat chocolate milk. Okay, I don't, I don't, I can't find the super specific one, but here's one that is hundred twenty-eight something. I think fluid ounces cost three dollars fifty-seven American. Yeah, it's not much. 
half the price. It's half the price. Of yeah, it's no stuff yeah. like shit over here is really expensive. Stuff in like America and the UK is really cheap. It's fucked up. Disgusting. Also, yeah, you can buy a, a also a bag of chocolate milk here, a one point eight liter bag. Make a funny tweet where you cut one apart. <laughs> no, <laughs> open it with a with a knife. It spills everywhere. I refuse to waste food. Oh. That's fair. It's exactly a bag of chocolate milk. A one point eight liter bag is exactly six dollars. Well, it's five ninety nine. We're just looking at fucking milk bag prices here. This fucking video game podcast. Video games. Yeah. I think that's it. Sorry. What the fuck? So, Are you so, okay? Uh, <laughs> I got pickle juice stuck in me. Um... Bobby Kotick has been donating to the Republican Party. Oh, uh, He donated to Mitch McConnell. Bobby! <laughs> he donated to the, Republica- the Republican Party of Maine. The Republican Party of Maine again. Uh, then the Republic- Republican Party of Iowa. Mitch McConnell... God, I hadn't National looked at Republican his Senator face Trump. in a long time. Ugh. He looks like he would fucking... He looks like he, he donated... He donated to Lynn... To the Republican He donated Party. around $20,000 to Lindsey Graham. Oh, boy. <laughs> what the fuck, Bobby? Mmm... Why is it like this? And on that note, I'm gonna go. Because I, I, no. I know I need to edit this shit from a laptop in the forest. I, we can't have another five-hour one. Okay, can I do one last thing? You can. Hit it. Okay. Do what you need. Hold on, I need to find it. I need to find it. Hold on. What are you doing? Police bust world's biggest video game cheat operation. What? <laughs> yeah, see, I knew you'd fucking like that one. Wait, sorry, run that by me also, one, City one, Pride. one more again? Police bust world's biggest video game cheat operation. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought you said. I <laughs> just wanted to make sure I didn't have a stroke in the middle of that. Um, no, before, before we go mean? into that, before we go into that, one hour ago, CD Projekt Red has decided to reconsider Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer. Um, in, in continuation of the earlier story. Damn. Mm. Um, yes, a collaborative effort between Chinese police and gaming giant Tencent has led to the closure of what police say is the biggest ever video game cheat operation. 
The gang designed and sold cheats to popular video games including Overwatch and Call of Duty Mobile. Roughly 17 million in revenue was made by the organization which charged a subscription fee to clients. Police seized assets worth 46 million including several luxury cars. Whoa. <laughs> Kurshan police found and destroyed 17 cheats. <laughs> 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 oh my god I Cheating in video games is not a crime I mean if it's like Overwatch If it's like an online game It's not a crime it's just a shitty thing to yeah, do, it's but not it's a not crime. a you, like, crime. You'd be like banned from the game, but it's not a yeah. Terms of service yeah. are not legally binding. <sighs> yeah, that's fucked up. Fuck that's, Tencent. That's fucked up. <laughs> Fuck Tencent. Fuck Tencent. Also, there's so many Lamborghinis here. Oh, I yeah. want you to see the image of the cars they took. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I need to start getting into the Overwatch cheat business. This shit's <laughs> yeah. profitable, bro. What the fuck? Fucking incredible. All right. Like, I just... This article paints it as, like, a big crime, but cheating in video games is not a crime. <sighs> it's not illegal to cheat in a video game or to make cheats for a video game. Modification of your own property, and by your own property I mean things you have purchased, and thus... The copy that you have purchased is your property is not a crime. It is, in fact, legally protected in most countries. Like, yeah. right to modify is a thing. Yeah. So, this is incredibly fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Alright. Also, yeah, I mm -hmm. think it's hilarious. The CD Projekt Red, like, an hour after announcing the thing, said they're reconsidering Cyberpunk 2077's oh, multiplayer. Yeah. Which is another thing they lied about, I guess, now. I suppose. They've made themselves bigger liars. I suppose so. Oh. Great. Oh. By the way, that article was by the BBC. Uh, fuck the BBC. Yeah. They're shit. Yeah. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsor us. And then we'll stop talking shit about you on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We'll just hide it like we did with the simple man. 
Bobby Kotick, a man who has never threatened a baby. He would never. Bobby Kotick would never threaten a baby and then throw dog shit at the baby's bag. Like the baby's not bag pillow. And smear the baby's face into it. <laughs> baby's bag. <laughs> Look, I'm tired. You know, where you like, where you gotta put your baby and where you just put in the baby sack, you can hang right on the wall. <laughs> Easy storage. Bobby Connick has never put a baby in a sack and hung it on the never wall. Put a baby in the bag. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the bag. Most of all, not Bobby Connick. Bobby Kotick has never told Magneto that he's the kind of person that uh, calls anyone he doesn't agree with a Nazi. Oh. <laughs> Remember that panel? Oh yeah, that was that was rough. <laughs> Remember that that's from the, I think the same comic where Magneto walks with Hydra. Oh yeah. You know the the Nazis. You, you, know, you know when the the Holocaust survivor works with the Nazis. That's cool. They also there's also a thing because it's it's part of the same thing where they rewrote history to make Captain America a Nazi. Yeah. So they rewrote so, so that Magneto is also a Nazi. Yeah. The man who punched Hitler and Holocaust survivor walking with Nazis. Ain't that great? Ain't that a clickbait? Anyway, before any more horrific things happen... Let's get... Let's go away for now. Let's go. Let's escape. I need to... Wait. I must go edit this in a forest, a cabin in the woods. Wait. What's up? Improbable World's dream of revolutionizing gaming is fading. Oh no. Wait, what? Improbable World's... The fuck is that? ...made Nostus a video game I've never fucking heard of. The fuck are you talking... What? What is this? You're just saying words. It's a company co-founded by Herman Nerola, the son of billionaire construction... The son of a billionaire construction magnate, which is, I guess, why it's in... Got an article written about it because they've never heard of this company yeah. or this video game. Nostos, a video game where per- plays from a vast open world, was launched in December 2019. Are you sure? I don't think we've. I don't think anyone's heard of that. Why is Five this months- written by financial? <laughs> Fifteen months Wait, after what? launch, Nostos has been cancelled. <laughs> Do you? Oh, you don't. If it's if it's launched, it's not. He wanted to change how games are made, but he hasn't really made any games. Says the chief executive of of CCP Games, the maker of Eve Online. Is this literally? Oh, was this article only written because it's the son of a billionaire? Yes. 
Because this is a Financial Times article. This is the kind of this is the this is the arrogance that you have when you're the son of a billionaire. Where you go, I'm gonna change the games industry, and you don't really know much about games, so you make a bad game, and then no one plays it, and no one knows about you, and then your game gets cancelled, and you go, why did I fail? Papa? (laughs) Papa? Papa? Why did the pause not buy my video game? Is it because we don't give we give them too much money to work in the pool mines? I'll just start sending them to the oubliette until they do. So basically he wanted to make the Matrix. He just wanted to make like the world's biggest, coolest super online MMO forever multiplayer thing. But it didn't work. They're going to release a year, a, a game this year, apparently, called Scavengers, which does not, in fact, have thousands of players, but 60. <laughs> and it's a Battle Royale game. It's, Fortnite has 100 players. This has 60, and he wanted to have several thousand. Okay, buddy. Also, several thousands of players in an MMO is not, like, a big deal anymore. Because the big MMOs have millions of players. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess... Like, simultaneously in a single world, maybe, would be ambitious. But, like... You you know how how big of a server you need for that shit? Also, how many players did Planetside 2 have? But Lots? I know it's lots. I just don't know specifically how many. I think it's a few hundred. Planetside uh, 2. 1,283 players. Yeah. Okay. In a single battle is the largest amount recorded. Yeah. Uh, that game was pretty cool. It was like it wasn't great, but it was really interesting. I I liked the scale of it, and it was pretty fun. Yeah. But anyway, on that bombshell of a crash landing, plug plug your ship real quick, and we'll get out of here. Plug. I'm Colin on every social media in existence. I yeah, well. Not on Pornhub. But Is that social media? Yeah. Like the... It has a messaging thing, I think. Oh, I guess. You can find me, and I barely ever do anything anymore because I'm busy and depressed. <laughs> no, plug your shit. <laughs> hey, I'm Arvid from Breakdown 707. I'm Breakdown 707 on most things. Um, yeah, Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube is bit.ly forward slash YouTube 707. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm on your streams a lot. I yeah, guess. You're on the, you're, yeah, you're on this show. 
Um, Am I? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Am I, I hope so. If I if I listen too? back to the the old episodes, it's just gonna be me talking to no one. I'm like, oh no, it's a ghost. <laughs> um, I might be a ghost. Uh, but yeah, uh, current current playthroughs. Uh, Gravity Rush 2 on the stream, Disco Elysium pre-recorded. I'm also playing as a monster hunter and some fighting games. Next up after that, we're going to do a single stream playthrough of Shadow of the Colossus and let's play either Somnium Files. It's all going to be good fun. Uh, I launched a Patreon. Uh, Patreon. We might do a satisfactory thing. Uh, yes, we do a satisfactory cop thing. Uh, I launched a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Brighton07. Join the waddle today. Give me some money to help me produce stuff and be able to pay the bills and buy food and, and stuff. Be- food is unnecessary. Become a baby penguin. What? Hmm? Nice. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's it. I'm going away for a little bit uh, over Easter, but it's only for a few days and I'll pre-record some stuff so there'll be videos on the YouTube while Yeah, I'm going to need to ask you after after this, you need to tell me what day you're actually coming back. Yeah, I don't know. It's still up in the air. Like, it's very, like, fluid. I I can go home really early if I want, but like, Mm. I'd be able to hang out out with the family. But, yeah. I won't be gone too long. But I'll get the podcast episode edited and put up. Mm. By the time listening to this, I'm actually probably I'm probably home. I'm probably home by the time you're listening to this. Time is weird and fun. Yeah, it's fucked up. I just I just remembered that the time that is this time. Oh god, it's in a week. Yeah, we're recording this early because I'm gone away. Um, but. Yeah. Anyway, podcast over. Podcast. That's all for now. Thank you very much for listening. This is City Girl behind me now with a song called Jiyun's Sunset. As always, more content to come. All relevant links are in the show notes. And until next time, have a good one.